What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yes, good evening, everyone all around, all, all over the world, USA, Canada, including Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Greginator, aka YouTuber, aka The Host with the Most, aka Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now rocking with. Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast Episode 65. How about that? And listen, um, we're live and direct on StreamYard and YouTube alongside with my other um handle which is um 17 live which is a, another phone app that i'm actually using for the live stream so anyone want anyone that's following me on 17 live you are more than welcome to watch my live stream and watch me in action as i record this show now check this out if you you are new list if you are a new listener and a new watcher in the YouTube community, and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. Don't fret. I got you. All you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to enable alerts along with the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air live via live stream. And more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes that was discussed. Be sure to share the videos. Be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend. And also, don't forget to share the podcast along with all your streaming platforms, which I will discuss at the end of the show. All right? Now... Now, my fault for being a little late, though, I had to um, set up some stuff. So I'm not even going to go into detail about that. But but today, we are going to get into a segment like I always do, which is called Chatting on the Jazz. And before I even get started, let's get to... Um, Let's get a little air horn for this subject. Actually, actually, I was looking for on um, this is one. All right. Listen, our first topic has to do um with a restaurant shooting, which is um a late addition to the topic of today's episode. So, so listen to this. Um, so always a shooting on the up on the upper east side. So listen to this. Um, upper east side Manhattan. Um, ABC Seven. Um, actually recorded this. Um, a 28 year old man was shot in the leg after two Totten men held up diners eating outside an upscale restaurant on Manhattan's upper east side. Why the hell would you want to fucking 
you know, cause a scene while everybody's trying to enjoy their meal. Are you are you fucking dumb? I mean, really, this is crazy. It happened just after 10 p.m. Wednesday outside Felipe Chow on East 60th Street. I never even been to that. Well, I passed by that street only once as I was job hunting. Um, Anyway, the mask wearing suspects emerged from a dark colored SUV and descended on two men who were dining at different tables. Exclusive video obtained by Eyewitness News shows the incident unfold. One suspect stole a 31-year-old man's Rolex stainless steel submariner. I don't know what that is, but um, I digress. Um, The other suspect approached a 20-year-old man on a date at a separate table to rob him. That victim resisted and struggled with the sub with the suspect, grabbing his gun, which suddenly went off. The victim later identified as McCor Cook was shot in the leg, and startled suspect dropped the weapon and fled. Cook, a plumber with a four-year-old son, staggered onto the sidewalk and placed the gun. In the restaurant. First arriving officers placed a tourniquet around the shot man's leg before he was taken to New York Presbyterian Hospital, um, Cornell, with a non life threatening injury. So thank goodness um, he's, he, he's going to be okay. Um, we believe that patrons have no con no connections to another. The two perps come out. They go right to the tables that each individual was sitting at. We believe this is a robbery for high-end jewelry, said NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essing. So far, no arrest has been made. Jeez Louise, man. This is really, really, really crazy. And you want to know what's really crazy? Our next story. Um, and this has to do with a Wendy's manager. Okay. So, according to TMZ, the assistant manager caught on camera calling a Wendy's staffer a, a bitch is out is now out of a job. TMZ learned he got the axe. So here's the deal. Sophia Cargill, who says she's a general manager in training, recorded an assistant manager named Michael going on a tirade calling her a bitch and fucking lazy after the fast food joint in Kalamazoo, Michigan, had closed for the day. Damn, imagine somebody um closing a fast food parlor all because somebody calls somebody that this whenever I hear something like this, this sounds like some petty shit going on right now. And as we go further into the story, um she shared the video on TikTok, which was then reposted by DL Hughley, generating nearly one million views. 
in the video you can see michael sh shout the word before sophia tells him she got him on video and that it would be the end of the road for him he defiantly fired back no it's not <laughs> damn um michael also told sophia he had the night he had the right to disrespect her to disrespect her to be exact no he don't and yelled she doesn't have permission to record him sophia claims michael had been screaming at her for five minutes straight after going on a power trip you mean an ego trip right the incident unfolded nearly two weeks ago. Sophia says in a separate TikTok, she got suspended without pay, but Michael did not get suspended. A spokesperson for the burger joint tells TMZ Michael has now been fired and Sophia was reinstated with back pay. Wow. So the spokesperson added, we have no tolerance for harassment in the workplace. Upon learning of this situation, we acted immediately following our protocols and suspended those involved to run a thorough investigation. Back pay or no back pay, seeing Sophia's on the verge of calling it quits. She launched a GoFundMe because she says she might not return to Wendy's and will use the money to support her while she looks for another job. Okay, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I would have left. I would have left too if it was me. Being just being disrespected by a manager or whatever, but. You know, my situation is kind of different, so I can't really, um, my situation is kind of different from hers. So I, I feel for her, you know what I mean? And speaking of which, um, I really don't feel, I don't know if I feel for Mike Richards, to be honest with you. It's crazy that he, um, that he's no longer the host of Jeopardy after Alistair Brick passed away this is crazy okay and listen to this according to news according to news break mike richards is no longer the host of jeopardy but the briefly 10 tenured replacement for alex trebek will still host the popular game show from august 13th to august 17th here's what you need to know about the series plans as it looks for a new co-host Oh boy. Um oh, oh my gosh. That's crazy, man. This is crazy. There's gotta be more info about this too. Hold on, guys. All right. Ah man. Um so yeah. What is fired in Battle Jeopardy executive producer Mike Riches is done. Rich is, Rich is the briefly appointed replacement host for the late Alex Trebek has been officially disqualified as the EP for both that longtime game show and Wheel of Fortune. The controversial 46-year-old stepped down from the coveted host gig last week amid public outrage and resurfaced sexist comments. However, Richard Richards was 
expected to remain at the helm behind the scenes while multiple guest hosts cycled through on screen. Show insiders confirmed Tuesday that Richards was also relieved of his EP duties. That's executive producer, folks. Um, in case you don't know. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that's executive producer. Okay. In a statement to the staffs of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune that was shared with the Post, Suzanne Pratt, a Sony's Pictures television executive, cited the need to minimize disruption and internal difficulties. And Pratt's full official statement says, Dear team, I'm writing to you. I'm writing to let you know that Mike will no longer be serving as EP of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy effective immediately. We had hoped that when Mike stepped down from the host position at Jeopardy, it would have minimized the disruption and internal difficulties we have all experienced these last few weeks. That clearly has not happened. Michael Davies from Embassy Row has agreed to help with the production on an interim basis. Jeez. Interim basis. Uh, let's see. Interim basis until further notice. Michael and I will work together with all of you in the weeks ahead to ensure that production remains on schedule and we do not miss a beat as we head into the new season. I know this has been a challenging time for the entire team, and I want to thank you all for your cooperation and professionalism over these last few weeks. As Ravi mentioned last week, I will be more involved in the day-to-day on our shows moving forward, and I am looking forward to working closely with all of you. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. Sincerely, Suzanne. Okay. Wow. As the Post reported earlier this month, fan backlash brewed immediately after rumors swirled that he was in advanced negotiations for the host job. Then a series of sexist and anti-Semitic comments he made on a podcast eight years ago came to light, which Richards Richards apologized for, saying they were terrible terribly embarrassing misjudgment he quit as host the next day (sighs) you know this is what i mean about the whole stupid cancer culture shit you're bringing up old old wounds man like why are you bringing up old wounds like like why this is this is just beyond crazy to me like to be honest with you like who made these people, judge and jury. This is so fucked up, man. And now that they don't have a they don't have a host for Jeopardy, it's just beyond. Um, now I did hear about um an actress who has a TV show called Call Me Cat, and of course, of course, the other person that's that's actually um. Um, competing to be the main host of Jeopardy. Um, but I would have to look into. I would have to look for more information on that one in a second. So, anyway, <clears throat> um, so 
The man who could not fill Trebek's shoes caught to insensitivity after the resurfacing of cracks, wisecracks he made on the Ram Dumb show. He created and hosted a version of that show that was a weekly late night comedy talk show in the late 90s as a student at Pepperdine University, but the comments in question were recorded for a a resurrected podcast version of the show in his office on the set of The Price is Right, circa 2013. Now, the now married father of two referred to then co-host and former assistant Biff Triffin as a booth hoe, booth slut, and boostitude. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Asked her about her booby pictures on her phone. The Ringer first reported, quoting episodes that have now been yanked from the web. The Burbank, California um, native also labeled Triffin's friends really frumpy and overweight, saying they look fat and not good, while also declaring that women dress like a hooker on Halloween. The outlet said it revealed reviewed all 41 episodes after news broke that Riches was accused in a lawsuit of harassing TV models, which he denied and recently insisted the allegations did not reflect the reality of who I am. In his unsuccessful media um, me culpa last Friday, Riches also apologized to the staff for the unwanted negative attention that has come to jeopardy and vowed to do more work to do the work, rather, necessary to regain your trust and confidence. Well, I mean, this was eight years ago, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and if he really, if he really apologized and shit, like, why are you, it's like, why are you dragging this shit, man? Like, come on. And also, let me see. While I'm at it, let me just look up something real quick. Um, so Mayim, okay, Bialik, okay, Mayim Bialik, Jeopardy, let's see, um, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me, let me get this straight, let me get this straight, Okay. Um more Jeopardy new more Jeopardy news here. Um if you will. Um according to the New York Times, um actress Mayim Bialik from Call Me Cat and her podcast and Ken Jennings to host Jeopardy through end of the year. The sitcom star and the former contestant will split hosting duties while the show continues its quest to find a permanent replacement for Alex Trebek. Um, The game show Jeopardy announced on Thursday that its host, Mayan Bialik, will split hosting duties with Ken Jennings, a former contestant through the end of the year. It was the latest twist in the game show's drawn-out struggle to find a replacement for Alex Trebek. The popular longtime host whose death in November started a fraught succession battle. 
Jeopardy began by cycling through a series of guest hosts. Then it announced that the job would go to Mike Richards, who had been its executive producer at the reporter unearthed a series of offensive and sexist comments that he made on a podcast. He stepped down as a host and shortly after that left the program entirely. Bialik, um, who had initially been tapped alongside Richards to host a series of primetime Jeopardy specials, was enlisted to begin hosting weeknight programs as well. On Thursday, the program announced that she would share hosting duties with Jennings through the end of 2021. Everyone on staff on staff is um, Supra Luna. The at Jeopardy account tweeted on Thursday. Bialik will host episodes starting Monday, which will air through November 5th. After that, she and Jennings will split hosting duties as their schedules allow, according to Sony, which produces the show. Jennings, who holds the record for the show's longest winning streak as a contestant, have been considered a strong contender to take over as the show's permanent host during the guest host tryouts. But past insensitive tweets of his came to light, which he then apologized for. Jeopardy had tried to settle its future over the summer when it named Richards, age 46, as host despite lack of name recognition among viewers and the fact that as the show's executive producer, he had overseen elements of the succession, succession planning. Hang on, guys, as I take a drink. <clears throat> yeah, sorry about that. Oh, <clears throat> Hold on. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. But after a report in the ringer revealed the grading comments he had made on the podcast several years ago, which is eight years ago, by the way. Um, including a 2013 where Richards called his female co-host a boo slut because she once worked as a mo model at a consumer show in Las Vegas and referred to stereotypes about Jews. He stepped down as host. Old lawsuits also resurfaced from Richards' previous job running. The Price is Right. The Price is Right. Uh, that included accusations of sexist behavior. Sony initially said that said he would remain as executive producer of Jeopardy, but soon afterward announced he would leave the show entirely. Before his resigna res resignation, Richards taped a week's worth of Jeopardy episodes in a single day of filming, which are currently airing. Bialik's episodes will follow. A spokeswoman for Sony said the network had no update on its timetable for naming a new host or whether it would be by the end of the year so um there you have it um 
this is more of a wait and see, folks. So I can't really say what's gonna happen, but <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully they pick they'll pick either one. Because last time I checked, um, my Bialik um schedule um as I heard from um TMZ um weeks ago that. She has a podcast and a TV show called Call Me Cat on Fox 5. Now, now it's going to be tough, though. But like I said, this is this is more of a wait and see. So so let's keep going with the show. Um, All right. Uh, next topic has to do with Michael Che. Now... I didn't get a chance to talk about this because I was shuffling some episodes. So there you go. Okay. So New York Post, New York Post talks about Michael Che, who is crazy enough for the bad joke about Simone Biles. And I recently did a story about um, Simone Biles through ALC, um, who commended her for taking a, a break for our mental health. Um, <clears throat> so, Saturday Night Live comedian Michael Che is on the fire for targeting Simone Biles, including reposting a joke about Larry Nassa, the former USA gymnastics doctor who sexually abused her and dozens of other athletes. In a, in a since-deleted string of stories on Instagram, Che wrote, man, I want to make fun of Simone Biles, according to Newsweek. I got like three minutes of Simone Biles jokes in my head. I'm going to the cellar tonight to say them into a microphone. As the dorky kids say, I'm choosing violence. SNLs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. We can um, update Cole Anchor wrote. Che reposting multiple responses on Instagram stories, including the one about Nassau that he rated a 9 out of 10 before rating a racist joke about a gymnast in 8 out of 10. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know if you would call a black person a racist. I don't know, man, but this is not something I want to get into. So Twitter account Baller Alert shared screenshots of some of the jokes on Twitter before they were taken down. Michael Che, come on, bro, shaking my head. Um, amid a backlash, Che sarcastically claimed his account had been hacked. Man, I got hacked today. Can't believe they got me. He wrote, "Y'all know I only do jokes about whites and cops." So. Shit, all good. Now, now I changed my password and everything. Um, Che also referenced apparent homophobic comments made by 29-year-old Suge, um, rapper The Baby. Um, okay, and y'all hear about the baby though? That's crazy. I see y'all at church. I'm gonna get there early. The comedian reportedly wrote, Oh man. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> man, he, he, 
Nah. <clears throat> che was assailed for his tasteless jokes about Biles. Larry Larry Nassar sexually assaulted over 300 gymnasts, including Simone Biles. Joe, including Simone Biles. Jokes about the immense violence are never okay. HBO Max, NBC, SNL. Why is Michael Che still on your roster? Activist Farrakhan said in tweet. Writer Delilah Delia actually Delia Harrington wrote, Michael Che comes for people he thinks he can get away with dunking on. Trans women, black women, sexual assault survivors judging by his flimsy I got hat defense. It seems he had no idea how beloved Simone Biles is or just how messed up it is to share a Larry Nassau joke. Activist Leslie Max said, black women been told you about Michael Che, but once again, y'all ignored us, but comedy, right? Um, fucking hat. Um, <clears throat> and podcaster Carolyn Hens added, Michael Che and all of these tacky-ass clowns who call themselves comedians need to keep Simone, Simone's name out of their damn mouths. Bow skipped the Olympics gymnastics competition to focus on mental health. Um, the post reached out to Chase representatives for comment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know if there's a such thing as a, I don't know. Like I said, man, I, I don't know if there's a such thing as a person being, um, I don't know if there's a such thing as a black person being racist. I never heard some stories like this before, but this is probably might be the first. Um, <clears throat> so that shit was nuts on this part though, man. But anyway, um, let me see. So we're going to save the best one for last anyway. So, this really caught my attention, actually. Um, this is about a certain holiday, and this is mainly, and I'm like, wait a minute. For real? Is this really a holiday? Is this really National Social Media Day? I saw this on I saw this on Instagram recently, and I figured I'd just talk about this anyway. So let's talk about this, man. All right. <clears throat> All right, so according to nationaltoday.com, first there was the telephone, then the fax machine, and then social media, a revolutionary way of communicating. Since its creation, people have been able to connect with each other like never before. Friends and family can connect at any moment, and marketers have been able to reach consumers in an entirely new fashion. In fact, people use social media for an average of 144 minutes every single day. Because of its impact on society over the years, Social Media Day was born on June 30th, which was this year. And it has continued to grow in popularity ever since. Um, Hold on. Let me take a drink.
get your comments on 17 Live at the end of the show, right? Um, <clears throat> all right. History of Social Media Day. World Social Media Day was launched by Mashable. <laughs> Mashable. <laughs> What is with these crazy ass people and these funny ass names, man? This is this is what really makes me laugh, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, Mashable on June thirtieth. Oh wow, twenty twenty ten. So this was years ago. Damn. Um, it was. It was born as a way to recognize social media's impact on global communication and to bring the world together to celebrate it. Everyone uses social media every day. It's how we connect with people all over the world in a simple matter and fast way. <clears throat> Mashable <laughs> is known to use social media to connect various cultures, movements, and fandoms, which is why they wanted to wanted a day to celebrate it. People use the hashtag um hashtag SM Day every year and this year is your time to get involved. The the first social media platform ever to be launched was six degrees in 1997 founded by andrew wine wreck the website allowed users to list friends and family members and had features such as profiles bulletin boards and school affiliations <clears throat> at its peak six degrees had over a million users, but it was eventually shut down in 2001. The first modern social media platform was Friendster. <laughs> Damn, Friendster. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, Friendster in 2002. The website allowed people to safe, safely make new friends and has over a hundred million users most of whom are in asia linkedin which i rarely rarely use that program um <clears throat> the first business focused social media platform was launched in 2003 myspace <laughs> launched in 2004 the same year as facebook but initially it saw much greater success than mark zuckerberg's creation by 2006, MySpace was the largest social media platform in the world with users loving the customized profiles that also enabled them to post their music. Um, YouTube launched its website dedicated to video in 2005 and Twitter followed with its limited characters perform in 2006. As both grew, both grew in popularity, so did Facebook. And the most popular social media platforms for the most five, excuse me, the the next five years, rather, um, were being established. Instagram launched in 2000, 
2010 to be exact. Um, and saw rapid growth, gaining over a million users within the first couple of months. With Instagram challenging their dominance, Facebook purchased the platform for $1 billion in 2012. Um, Facebook also purchased the encrypted messaging platform WhatsApp for $16 billion in 2014. Um, one platform that um, Facebook failed to buy was Snapchat. Snapchat, which became popular due to its its disappearing stories feature was launched in 2011 and reportedly turned down a $3 billion offer from Facebook in 2013. The most recent addition to the list of social media heavyweights is TikTok. The app was launched in 2016 and has become incredibly popular due to its existing extensive music and video editing features. As social media has evolved and grown in popularity, so has the scrutiny that the platforms come under. With controversies surrounding their use of data, hate speech, impact on mental health, election results, and fake news, the platforms are under more pressure than ever to be transparent with what goes on behind the scenes. Social media has become a way to instantly connect often with friends and family, but also with complete strangers. It has become a huge source of news, shopping, and general entertainment. Social media today is for us to enjoy the positives that these platforms have brought into our lives and maybe like or share a photo or two. Wow. So, um, let me see. Social media days around the world. Social media is one of the tech's world big world's biggest developments of recent times. Let's take a chance to look at other technology related to holidays that should be on your radar. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can't keep up with all these holidays, man. National day of unplugging occasion a 24 hour period for us to switch off from our phones March 6 yeah right um international holiday world passwords day occasion protect your important accounts and make sure you you've got a strong password oh gosh national clean your virtual desktop day <laughs> damn <laughs> Back up your files, delete the stuff you don't need, clean up your virtual desktop, October 17th. Jeez Louise. National Unfriend Date. Damn. Cleanse out your social media network and unfriend anyone who doesn't add joy. Well, that part might be true, but... <laughs> that part might be true, though. Um... <laughs> Safer internet day. Oh, gosh. A day to ensure we're making the internet a safer place. February 11th. Yeah, right. 
Okay, World Social Media Day traditions. There's one main tradition that is reserved on Social Media Day, and that is, of course, posting about it on social media. Who'd have thought of it? Many people upload photos or stories that reflect the role that social media has played in their lives. Others choose to repost their favorite uploads from the past, and generally it is a chance for people to share some love online. Many websites use Social Media Day as an opportunity to compile lists of some of their favorite social media moments. If you have a spare 20 minutes or so, it is worth, well worth your time to find some of these lists and enjoy some of the funniest, most viral social media posts knocking around. Jiminy Christmas. All right, so social, so World Social Media Day by numbers. Um, before I do that, let me take a sip. All right, um, all right, 3.5 billion, the number of people using social media. Uh, 68% the proportion of U.S. adults who use Facebook. Three hours time spent by your average person each day on social media or messaging. 500 million, the the number of people using Instagram stories each day. 60 billion WhatsApp, which I don't use. Um, And Facebook Messenger messages sent each day. 35 minutes, the average users spent on Facebook each day, 270 million, the estimated number of fake Facebook profiles, 707 number of followers the average Twitter user has, 300 hours video footage uploaded to YouTube every minute, 95 million photos uploaded to Instagram each day. Jeez. Oh boy. So this is crazy, man. Hold on. I wanna get let me get over this, man. Okay, social media day activities. Post, post, post. Social media is only as good as the post on it. So use this occasion to add your voice to the party. Post a selfie, a tweet, or go live on Instagram or Facebook. Try new platforms. There are so many social media sites out there waiting for you to discover them. Before you know it, you could be making TikTok videos, which is another app I don't use, by the way. Um, Sharing your greatest travel adventures on Instagram or joining in fun trending topics on Twitter. Give some platforms a try and see if you like them. Take it offline. Social media can bring people together, but sometimes it's most special when you, when your internet find, uh, when your internet friends rather, become your IRL friends. In honor of Social Media Day, hang out with a friend you usually talk to on social media, out in the real world. Go on a walk, get a drink, or catch a flick. 
Just don't forget to take a pic to put on social media after. Um, all right, let's get a look at the five facts about social media. Um, so number one, 300 hours every minute, over 300 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute, and the average person watches 40 minutes a day. Number two, small and medium businesses. 81% of small and medium businesses use at least one social media platform to stay connected with their customers. Foodstagram. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Pizza is the most popular Instagrammed food followed by sushi and steak. Yeah, I don't eat you I don't eat sushi to be honest with you, man. <laughs> I'm not really a raw fish person, man. Not I'm not saying I'm gonna knock anybody that's actually eat that stuff, but that's just me, and that's just not for me, okay? Excellent. <laughs> oh man. The highest light photo on Instagram is a picture of an egg uploaded by world underscore record underscore egg as a way to beat the record of the photo with the most likes. Yeah, I don't try. I don't try too hard to get a bunch of likes when it comes to, you know, posting things that really matter as far as like, you know, my episodes of the show um whether it's me going places and stuff which i hardly do because i barely go out though so anyway number five quick fingers there are 500 million tweets sent each day that's six thousand tweets every second why we love social media social media day you ask um a it's entertaining social media is flat out entertaining because it lets you follow the things you are interested in the most whether you like cat videos or cookies the inner lives of parents or the day-to-day lives of journalists this is the place for you search millions of videos and posts using hashtags to see what users have posted around the world or create your own content Imagine social media as the production team to your own show. Um, press record and let the good times roll. B, um, it's accessible. With social media, there are no limits to who you can connect with. Your favorite stars, life coaches, or even your managers can be contacted via a direct message this gives you the opportunity to reach out to anyone and make a connection c it's ripe for discovery the amazing thing about social media is it gives everyone a platform to showcase their talents voice their opinions or document their daily activities up and coming entertainers have the ability to show the, the world what they are made of without going through the Hollywood struggles of trying to get their big break. 
with a simple click of a button users have leveraged platforms like vine r.i.p <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn instagram facebook and twitter to help kick off their careers wow so social media day date is um the year um 2021 day june 30th date wednesday and next year will be will be june 30th on thursday 2023 june 30th friday 2024 june um 30th sunday 2025 june 30th monday how about that and there you have it about um national social media day there you have it um okay and speaking of which let's go on to the weekend shall we um let's go to the weekend so now this happened well this happened recently so according to billboard the weekends take my breath video pulls from imax theaters for intense strobe of lighting okay i'll fill you in on why the weekend's video for his upcoming single take my breath will no longer air in imax theaters this week as intended due to is its intense strobe lighting billboard can confirm Earlier this week, the weekend shared the heart-thumping, sin-heavy instrumentals of "Take My Breath" in a nearly two-minute clip that captured the essence of his next musical era, "The Dawn." He later previewed more of the single in an official promo for the Summer Olympics in Tokyo that spotlighted the U.S. women's track and field team. Take My Breath, as the Olympics clip indicates, is set to be released this Friday. Its accompanying visual was slated to air in IMAX theaters before this week's opening showings of the Suicide Squad, but the video calls for epilepsy warnings regarding the strobe lights. Okay, you know, I never heard something like this before about whites giving people epilepsy or, or, you know, seizures or whatnot. But that's why they invented shades. It's not just for the, it's not just to wear because it's summertime, but it's also to, but it's also to protect your eyes from bright lights and flashing lights. I mean, come on. This is not the Stone Age anymore. <laughs> that shit is not it, man. This is not the fucking Stone Age no more. Um. So, um, the weekend previously announced the dawn is coming at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards in May. I just want to say the after hours are done and the dawn is coming. The superstar said during his acceptance speech after he won the 
top hot 100 song award for his smash single blinding lights all right um blinding lights from his billboard 200 number one album at the hours last year made history as the first song ever to spend a year in the billboard 100 top 10 it is recognized as the number two most streamed song on spotify with 2.42 billion plays only behind ed sheeran's shape of you wow wow i mean that's impressive i mean that's not bad um that ain't bad at all um that's not bad at all though um what else should i talk about here oh we gotta talk about the whole thing with the Migos, man. First and foremost, let me take a drink. Okay. All right. All right, hold on, guys. All right. Um, okay. Now to the Migos. Now, this is according to the source website right here. Um, now, this is crazy. Um, hold on a minute. Now, this is how the story goes. A debate that has recently um, seeped into hip-hop convos is who invented the triplet flow that is so common among trap rappers now let me look up what a triplet flow is for those of you who may not know what that is hang on a minute here what is a triplet flow okay all right for those of you who may not know what a triple flow is, it's basically the pretty intuitive to grasp if you understand a bit of music theory. In essence, a triplet is any series of three notes that is played in the same time that it would normally take to play two of those notes. That means an eighth note triplet is three notes played in the same amount of time it would take to play two eighth notes wow let's see if there's uh let's see if there's any examples of this so i already um so yeah okay now you know what a trip now you know what a triplet flow is so let's go to the uh let's go to the source um okay um in a recent interview uh with the bleacher reports taylor brooks quavo made the claim that his atl based trio are the creators of the triplet flow. Um, 
when asked by Rooks, what did Meagles bring to the game at the um, 14.30 minute mark, uh, which is 2.30 minute mark um, of the interview, Quaver responded, in quote, the triple flow for sure. Wasn't nobody doing it before we came in and right now. Everybody's doing it. It's a blessing. The triplet flow, the cadence, the flipping it, whipping it. That's what everybody loves to loves to this day. 2014. I was the most influential rapper. He had it when they come out and say different influence influenced it and don't say the Migos. I don't understand how. Because even the people they um naming that influenced them, I know for a fact we influenced them too. <laughs> Damn. Um <laughs> I don't know about that one right there. I don't know about the Migos creating the triplet flow and stuff, but I will pull up I will post a question on the podcast page. Um, asking you guys, um, who do you, who invent, who created the triplet flow? Was it Three Six Mafia, Bone Thugs and Harmony, or the Migos? You can voice your opinions on the YouTube channel, and I will post it on the 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 question on Instagram on the Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast page. So. Keep a lookout for that question. So I want to get your reaction on this. All right. Everyone didn't agree with Quavo, including fans of of 90s hip-hop from the South and Midwest who's heard the flow from other notable artists, namely Bone Thugs and Harmony and 3-6 Mafia. One One follower commented on Taylor Rooks and... Taylor Rook's Instagram post, Quavo needs to do his research on the triplet flow. Um, there were groups like 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs that were doing that flow way before Migos. There's a reason why they don't get props for, for it. Um, let's see. You know, hold on. You know, that's crazy. That's actually... That's actually true, though. Um, I never really thought. I never even thought about this, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would have to really agree. And I think this is just crazy, man. That you would actually come out the blue and do an interview to say that you created the triplet flow, when in reality, of course, you hear triplet flows like um. A three six mafia and bone thugs and harmony over the years. I mean, come on. I mean, how about give props where it's needed? How about giving props to three six mafia and bone thugs and harmony? Am I right? Okay, there's got to be some more stuff. Okay, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, 
Actually, it's more information. Kramer says he recorded unreleased songs with Travis Scott in an interview with Montreality. Migos made a bold claim and talked about upcoming projects. During the sit-down, Quavo states that his group changed rap and that Migos' style was copied by a lot of other artists. He explained Migos' impact on modern music scene, end quote. We in a time right now where we set a trend. We started this whole ill little wave. We started the whole genre. We started the whole flow, the whole melody. Ain't nobody right now who could say they ain't took our flow at one point in their career. We ain't tripping. We never did trip. Hip-hop has changed in a big way. We changed it. Regardless of how anyone might feel about Quavo's claims, there's no denying that everyone from Drake to J. Cole and many other rappers have all used the triplet flow Migos popularized with Versace. Quavo goes on to say he has completed 20 songs with Travis Scott for their collaboration project, which will be dropping real soon. Meanwhile, Offset describes their upcoming album, Culture 2, as a masterpiece. Quavo also shoots down rumors that he lost a hard drive containing songs from Culture 2. When I was on Instagram Live, my guy had the drive, and we ain't never lost the drive. I was just looking for it at the time, he says to Montreality. But I ain't never lose no drive. Culture 2 and Quavo 2. Quavo's untitled collaboration project with Travis Scott don't have release dates yet. The last Migos album was in January, Culture featuring their quadruple platinum hit Bad and Bougie, um, featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Um, you know, like I said, man, I'm going to make up a question and post it on Instagram so you guys can actually voice your your thoughts and talks about this. All right. So I didn't forget. Um, hang on a sec. Hold on. Okay, um, okay, so I think that will be it for this show. Now, before I even go to um, the cash app and stuff, let me see who's online and stuff so I can actually. All right, this is this is HD now, right? Just trying to say hi. Hi, and thank you for the snack. I don't know how to pronounce it with the Chinese symbols, but thank you for the snack. Appreciate that. Um, let me make sure I share this thing. Hold on. Let me make sure I share this thing. Um, so listen, you like what you heard? Why don't you go show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is G Money Stacks um, 555. 
that's dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. Dollar sign G, capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, capital S T A C K C. No, excuse me. Capital S T A C K Z 555. I'm sorry for the butcher, but um yeah so like i said man it's not about breaking the bank it's not about having a lot of money any amount of money that you donate will be appreciated so that's cash app dollar sign g money stacks 555 all right um and you know be sure to follow me on live 17 which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. That's Live 17 G Money Stacks Queens, New York. I will be doing some live streams on on two to three podcast shows. So so um so you'll get to see me in action recording recording um podcast episodes. So without further ado, now that I got Live 17 um g money stacks queens new york out the way so be sure to follow it and also you can follow the show um on facebook and instagram with the same name all in one word which is off the meat rat chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram alongside with my other um show meticulous vibe juice podcast and also alongside with um my primary handle on the gram which is g money stacks 555 in queens new york all right and also also you can follow my my third show which is excellent fun vibrant podcast the sports edition show which will be premiering Sunday, September 19th at 6 p.m. Be sure to follow that show on Instagram, which is excellent, fun, vibrant podcast. All right. And on the first episode, I will explain the meaning behind it and 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 will elaborate on on the name. And the thing, listen. I wasn't trying to look for anything. I wasn't trying to look for a topic. No, a title that was going to be um, fucking negative. I wanted it to. I wanted it to be very positive. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to have somebody listen to you listen to your show with a ne- with a negative title of the show. You, do you? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you don't. And when was the last time? And when was the last time anybody has ever used anything that begins with the letter E? I'll wait. And yes, there you have it. I don't think anybody has ever um, used the word excellent in the title of the name of the podcast, which I, I wanted to come up with something that 
nobody has ever heard before. And I'm sorry if anybody don't like the title or whatever, but I have to do what makes sense for me. And like I always say, man, like you can't please everybody. No matter what you try to do, you're always going to be. And like um, Mr. TKO, a.k.a. T. Howard would say, there's always going to be fucking haters no matter how good you do things. There's always going to be fucking um, judging juries out there um, making making it seem like, oh, because they'll judge you based on the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what I'm saying? That's really fucking nuts right now that we have to deal in society. So there you have it. And listen, and like I like I always say, man, and and before I even wrap up, let me re, let me recap um let me recap the the episodes of where you can listen to the podcast. So, listen to this. Um Okay. So you can listen to the episodes of the show, um, which we are on Podorama, Anchor, Audacity, which is one of the apps I added the show, the two shows to. Um, you have Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, TuneIn, plus Alexa, Radio, Player FM, Podchaser, Stitcher. Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Breaker Audio, Listen Notes, Pod Bay, Pod Friend. Be sure to go to the two links in the link tree Pod Chaser and Pod Friend. So you can leave your thoughts and your comments and stuff. And be sh- and be sure to um leave a five-star rating. All right. Um, even if you have anything to say. A five-star rating um, helps the show grow, and you know the jizz. Anyway, we are on Reason FM. We're on Google Podcasts. Don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rat Chain's New York Podcast on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. Check this out. I want you to go subscribe to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555, and do the same for my other YouTube channel, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. Be sure to enable alerts along with the notification bell, along with the subscribe button, and and be sure to basically leave a like and a comment alongside with the uh, episodes, along with the topics. Um, be sure to um, stay informed on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Be sure to share the videos alongside with alongside with um downloading your favorite favorite episodes every episode that you listen to you 
you can download. It really helps so much. And, you know, on Anchor, we're actually doing good so far. We're already over 1K, so hopefully we, we are going to reach over 2K. And it's about more content you create, the more you're going to get success. And that's exactly what we're, what I'm trying to do with this show right here, which is reaching a one-year anniversary, which is like a month away. I am a little nervous about that, but um, I will talk to like maybe certain people about um, doing like a um, a highlight or celebration episode or whatever. However, there's going to be some topics and stuff, but then, at, but then we will actually, um, you know, review the favorite moments of the show right here. So. Um, so there you have it. Um, also don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. Be sure to share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms with your friends. All right. And do the same for meticulous vibe juice podcast. All right. Um, and be sure to watch all the episodes of Meticulous Vodgers podcast on YouTube as well. And and I want to leave you with um what I always say at the end of the show, all right? I want you to reach out to your your friends, your family members, your, your wife, your husbands, um your your boyfriends, your, your your girlfriends, to see how they're doing on the inside, because that person might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, um, that person might be going through something on the inside. So, you want to do your best to be there for that person. Um, hang on a second, guys. Let me say. Okay, hold on a second, man. All right. We're going to hang on a second, guys. All right. Um, so listen. Um if you like to create a podcast like I'm doing right now with, or any other career fields that you want to do that will make you happy. Don't let anybody stop you, whether it's online flizzies online, like, like an Instagram or any other social media apps where it's going to lead you to having a bad day or whatever. But you know what you could do when you're successful? You eat those clown chips and hater burgers from the hater mobile up like food on a platter homer simpson style like this and as 
for for an appreciation for people to tune into the show. I'd like to say thank you for rocking with me and tuning into every episode, especially episode 65. And like I always say, if you miss any previous episodes, don't worry. Everything's going to be posted on every streaming platform, including the YouTube channel page, which is GMoneyStacks555. If you want to see more of me on YouTube, you click any video that you want to watch, and then you'll see my face. Don't worry about the thumbnail. The thumbnail, the thumbnail for me is is for me to put the show's name on there because I was I'm not trying to like I said before I'm not trying to be famous or any other type of shit whatsoever. I'm an independent host, all right. I'm not looking for any any type of deals or anything like that though, because I want to be able to have the creative control and ownership of all the shows that I created. You understand what I'm saying? Because you don't want to be bothered with a bunch of fucking yes men. All right. That's not that's not really wavy for me. You know what I mean? But you know what? Anyway, man, let me let me wrap this up, man. And like I said, thank you everyone for tuning in and rocking with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And there will be more to come in the future. So make sure you guys are safe. Make sure you guys are masked up. Make sure you have plenty of water and your Gatorade with electrolytes, even though summer's coming to a close. But still get your water and your Gatorade and stuff so you don't have to feel exhausted. Um, and, and like I said, man, there's going to be plenty more topics to come. So, I'm G Money Stacks. I'm clocking out. Um, peace and well love. And have a good night. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, 
You can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast. O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z-N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.